you know, sometimes bands are like, we need to seek out this guy. We need to get that position filled. We need to have this formula and do these things. And it's like, no, we, we've done our thing until the right people have come along and have just plugged in. This has been the most organic thing I've ever been a part of. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. This is a special presentation of our Augusta Rocks music miniseries. And today's guest is the entire band of Bodega Cat. It was just about, let's have some fun. Let's make the best music we can make. And let's do it on our terms. This collection of musicians includes Tom Reed, Will McCraney, Dr. B, which is Dr. Bradley Morgenstern, Mark Janicek and Rob Thompson. These guys are all musicians at heart and they're all extremely passionate about what they do. All of these guys have a rich history playing music and they talk about how their past experiences brought them together as the band that they are today and why they feel so confident about what they've put together. And they said, well, hey, do you need a percussion player? He said, well, maybe, we'll see. So I, I messaged him on Facebook, ignore. Messaged him again on Facebook, ignore he ended up playing, he, he ended, he's not completely inaccurate i'm completely accurate it, it, I've, I've had a long and I, I play with i play with again this kind of goes along with kind of what mark was saying i play with all sorts of people different genres different in different capacities and all i can say is that i'm incredibly lucky for it dude i just love it i just absolutely love playing music and it's the best thing in the world once again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Drop the Disc Podcast. If you enjoy this, uh, leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening. We really appreciate that, and it does help us to grow. The other thing you can do if you would like to, you know, help us out a little bit, tell a friend about the show. Uh, the more we spread, the more we can spread the news about the cool things happening in Augusta. And of course, this is the Sunday after the first Friday of the month. So this is the Augusta Rocks music mini series. If you have a local musician that you know that should be featured in this series, let us know. Shoot us an email to drop the disc pod at gmail.com or message us on any of our social media platforms, which you can find us at drop disc. And this episode, like every episode, is presented by our presenting sponsor, Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. And today, I'm going to give you some really cool news because we've been working with Nancy on a really, really exciting project that will be out soon. I always talk about how involved Nancy is in the community, and she is starting a project where she can communicate a lot of the really great things that she's a part of and that she sees happening every day in Augusta. We're really excited about that, and we will keep you up to date with this project and in the meantime, if you want to learn more about Nancy, or if you maybe have some questions for her about real estate, just go to PowellPropertyPros.com. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'm going to do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, got to keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste. I got moves I'm going to make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We going to talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. 
Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the diss Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 about to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop this uh. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop this And while we're talking about local music Make sure you check out C Lark at C.Lark Wherever you listen to music Drop this Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. We're Drop the Disc Podcast. We've got a rowdy group in here already. <laughs> we are um, here with a continuation of the Augusta Rocks music series. Yes. And uh, we've had two-fifths of the members on the podcast already. Although one of them at the time we didn't know. However, we also had them at our last Augusta Rocks concert That's right. as the band. And That's it right. was a killer. I loved it. It was great at Enterprise. But I'm going to go ahead and... Let y'all know we're here with Bodega Cat, but we're gonna have each band member yep. introduce themselves. We got so all five guys in the room. It is. We're uh, gonna have fun today. We, we already have, took a shot of Irish whiskey, and we have <laughs> Bush Light and some Savannah River Brewery. So, so like the very bottom and the very top. Absolutely, we're, we're really doing it. And yes, and water. We have water Bush as well. Some GW. Bush. I just want to so, know which one's which. Which one's the top? Which one's the bottom? We're moving past the. Beer. We're gonna okay. move past that. <laughs> Um, but uh, today we are here with... Hey, this is Tom Reed. I play uh, guitar, uh, I play keys, and I also sing. Hey, I'm Rob Thompson. I play bass with Bodega Cat, and I like long romantic walks. Ooh. I'm Mark Janicek, drummer extraordinaire. <laughs> My name is Will McCraney. I play guitar, and I, I sing, and I write a few songs for this, this here group of cats. I'm Bradley Morgenstern, a.k.a. the Dr. P. I hit things, a.k.a. the percussion. And yes, I am a doctor. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that was very sexy. That was great. Thank that you, guys. Sexy. We really I appreciate can't wait that. to hear that in the actual episode. Honestly, that I would swipe right than, on that. That went better that than, went, I was, that was really than I thought. Yeah, yeah y'all, y'all really made it seem like NPR <laughs> up in here. <laughs> It's a Tiny Desk music series. <laughs> All right, so we are sitting here at a Tiny Desk. We're And what we're going to do is we're going to go through these guys one by one, kind of get an individual story, and then we're going to talk about Bodega Cat, what they do in the community, where you can find them, all that kind of cool stuff. But we're going to start with the two guys that we've already had on the show to get them out of the way. Get them and out of the way. And we are going to start with Will McCraney because he writes a lot of the music Make for Bodega. special. Get me out of the way. Yeah. You know, you are yeah. actually, you're on a few of my driving playlists now, Will. That is a little creepy, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'm a little offended right now. <laughs> You're on a different playlist. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I would imagine Tom's on the sexy time playlist. Yes, That's absolutely. I'm there. So, so slow there chance there. with Tom. So He's Will. right there with uh, John Mayer. So Will. <laughs> dead or no dead? <laughs> moving on, moving on. All right. So Will, the last time we talked to you was... Probably about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a year and some some change. You were not a year married. And some change. I was not married. Uh, very happily married now. Woo woo. Uh, Lens, what's up? Um, Shout out, let's see. What have we done since then? Uh, we started a pickle company. That's right. Um, yeah, because that was the very beginning of the pickle days when yeah, you came that on. Was, it was uh, it was 
those were the new uh, new pickles. Well, now we've got some that are vintage and aged and all those good things. Uh, still doing marketing by day, still playing a lot of guitar and singing. The band has expanded from three to five since I last talked to you. Yeah. Which is pretty This sweet. seemed a lot more bearable when we first invited you on. Uh, if, if if I uh, if I do say so, and uh, and and honestly, logistically, um, this was a nightmare to get five five cats in one room. Yeah, um, well, so we, I, I we actually planned this uh, two months ago. To talk uh, about I mean, it. by two months, you mean we started this planning twelve months ago? Yeah, 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 right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. this was um, yeah, this was this was a project uh, in and of itself. But yeah, uh, uh, man, I'm doing well, and like I say, we're we're still kicking. We've had a lot of stories. Uh, that I'm assuming we're going to get into uh, from <laughs> album covers to songs to expansions to uh, a couple guys or well a couple including myself have gotten married um, some we're still looking at asking when they're going to do that and uh, no big deal <laughs> I'm going to shut up before I get killed alright so are we are we ready to pass the mic to uh, yeah, Tom? Yeah, yeah, Tom. To Mr. What are you Tom? Doing? Tom, tell us what's up. What's going on, guys? So, um, since the last time I talked to y'all, I was not in this group, no. and now I'm in this group. Um, this is by you far. Might have spoken too soon on that one. I did, man. I because <laughs> I really set the bar high for myself, and it has dropped considerably. <laughs> But um, since I think since the last time I talked to you guys, I've gotten into the Bodega Cat. We've done some crazy cool gigs. Uh, we've covered my all-time favorite band, which is amazing. Well, I'm sure we'll get into. Um, since then, I've I've been really concentrating on um, teaching music privately. So you know, if if you're out there and you want to learn a little bit about music and how to how to do it, you could definitely hit me up on that. But yeah, I've been doing that. I'm about to finish school, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just working, playing music, and uh, trying to survive, man. <laughs> you know. And are you still at Guitar Center? Oh, I'm not. I'm teaching privately, so I'm no so longer this with is Guitar new. Center. This is yeah, all yeah, new. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm go gone out. I am I'm building a small business, which is the backbone of American economy if you didn't know that uh it's definitely support your small businesses this is dr b and i just like to chime in right now he teaches my daughter and I he do, does I very great. much too. he like like she's she's gone worlds worlds above beyond i can't say enough about mr tom reed soon to be <laughs> dr reed. yeah um just just a little shout out dr b and i do have a little duo that we do mr t and dr b you should come check us out sometime it's we great play, we played edgar's a lot I, uh, uh, you also play in a duo <clears throat> on Sunday nights. Yeah, Sunday nights, any yep. Sunday night of the year, any Sunday night, you can come to Fifth and Finch in Surrey Center and see either Sunday, myself Sunday, Sunday. or Will McCraney. Or both of us or, at Finch and Or Finch. both of us, which is the real treat because that's a really fun evening. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to, man. Uh, I'll finish college in this next semester, so that'll be really cool. Are you going? Are you going to get a doctorate? No, no, no. I'm finishing my bachelor degree right now. After that, though? Um... After that, um, my girlfriend and I have talked about um, going to Germany and doing master programs in Germany, which would be really fun. Um, but that's sort of in the planning stages right now. All right, so I think this is a great time to pass the mic to Dr. B because he's already been taking over the mic. <laughs> Can we get this maybe <laughs> over I, I, with? As, as, well. as, as, as my band knows, I like to talk. I mean, it's kind of what I do. So, so Dr. B, you, yeah, are, you said you. very specifically that you were a doctor. I am. It, it was, tell us where you work. Tell us what specifically. you do. 
Specifically, I am a doctor, and specifically, I work at Augusta University. Thank you, at the Children's Hospital, and I'm a pediatric surgeon. Uh, urology is my specialty. Okay, and so I think you have kind of, um, kind of an interesting story that you're with the band. You're a practicing doctor. Like that's got to be a little bit different than than your average story of a musician downtown. Sure, sure. I don't play golf. <laughs> is that how you do it? That's how you do it? That's it. I mean, like, that's, that's it. That's everybody's got to have a hobby. I mean, yeah. What's your hobby? In his defense, he gets smoked by at least three guys out of his band on that one. Golf, Ye- that is. In golf. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, Just being clear on that one. Dr. Hi. B, are you from Augusta? No. Originally, I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Then I spent a lot of time uh, in the Northeast, uh, about seven years in Boston, about 12 years in New York, where I played in various bands. Um, I was in a band called Hudson Blue for a while, Upstart Convention, um, Hat Tricks, uh, a whole bunch of different things. Uh, the, the, the closest I've ever got to fame, fame excuse me, fame, fame. Is that the fame? Fame, I'm gonna live forever. forever. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm gonna learn how to survive. Um, is uh, we got uh, Upstart Convention got a uh, Friday afternoon in the middle of traffic uh, song called Beginning to Begin. Got on to K Rock in LA, which was a, a big, 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 big moment for me in my life. Um, and music is is my love. If if I wasn't a doctor, I'd be a musician. Um, just doesn't pay the bills the same way. So, so how exactly did you get to Augusta, Georgia? You're telling me. <laughs> um, I mean, do, do, do you want honesty or do you want me to give you my, my fictitious story? No, I, mean, I want honesty the honesty. Would probably be better. Uh, honesty is, that's what we do. Transparency here would drop the disc. So uh, get, you can look right through me. It's great. Yep. I love it. Um, so, so the honest truth is, is in my line of work that the, the reality is, is there's only a certain amount of jobs out there in, in the state of Georgia, when it comes to my profession, there's a group in Atlanta. And then there's a here. And that's that's pretty much, besides one other person in Savannah that does what I do. And if the person in Atlanta, where I'm from, isn't looking for somebody, which they had hired the two years beforehand, then they're not gonna be looking for somebody. And then, you know, serendipity happens and things happen for a reason in life and you never know where they're gonna come or how they're gonna fall. And you roll with them and you love them for the way it's because otherwise, why would I be in this room with the best band that I've ever been in, except for serendipity? or perseverance when I have to chase Will down, but that's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> Herding cats. Herding cats, theme of the night. Um, but so I, I, I ended up being in, in Augusta because they, they, they needed a pediatric urologist and uh, had a job and it's two and a half hours away from my, my parents and we want to be close. I've got three kids, lovely, lovely kids. I'll give a shout out to them. Jade, I love you. Jordan, you are awesome. Ryder, hopefully you'll remember this, but you're still three and a half, but you're perfect anyways. <laughs> and wait, 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 wait. Jamie, love of my life, thank you for putting up with me for so many years. Um, but there again, you, you fall into things for, for, for reasons that you're, you never know. And I fell into this, this job here and I chased Will down and now they're stuck with me. <laughs> how, long, how long have you been in Augusta? A little over three years. I moved here in July of 2018, and I started with Bodega Cat in 2019, <clears throat> December of 2019. And so you lived, you've you've lived in a few places, not not like you know, uh, probably like what four or five different cities. Sure. How if you, if you if you count Sydney, Australia, that's, that was great too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. How did you not mention that? You just asked. 
<laughs> what was the context of living in Sydney? S- study abroad. Okay. Oh, so you didn't? Did you uh, live? Yeah, about six, seven months. It was great. I've, I've lived in Boulder, Colorado I think that before, counts. three or four months. I think that counts. I worked at Jamba Juice there in the middle of... Uh, Jamba Juice! Yeah! Wheatgrass! Um, <laughs> I serve... I serve I, 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 you guys don't know what wheatgrass is. Okay. It's grass from wheat. No. Um, but but the string cheese incident guys used to come in, and I used to serve them. Michael Travis and Michael and, and Kang and everything like that. They come in, they buy, they buy smoothies from me and, and, and wheatgrass. Interesting. <laughs> that is so specific. I love very, that, though. Very, very specific. will be wooks. <laughs> Dr. B, I, I do have Woof. a question for you. Um, yes, sir. Because we have such a enormous amount of people in here. Not that you are enormous in size, but Thomas, there's a lot of people in here. I, I'm curious, what kind of music did you grow up on and what influenced you to play? How long have you been playing? Um, I've been playing music since I was trying to get into being a percussionist at eight years old and they rejected me three times and now they're still stuck with me. Um, but I started becoming really interested in drums when I was 15. I started becoming really good when I was actually in medical school uh, with my dad's cousin, which is technically, by the way, if people don't realize this, it's your first cousin once removed and their mm. their child is your second cousin. Just so you guys know, educational moment, the more you know. Well, people screw that up all the time. I, do, I definitely did not know that. There you go. Um, but I mean, he is he is a beautiful uh, jazz fusion player that taught me how to sing my rhythms. And once you're able to sing your rhythms, you're able to play your rhythms and to, to truly learn your voice. That's how you become a true musician. So um, I've been playing for many, many years. I, I play kit. I play hand percussion. I play everything that 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 I can get my hands onto and my feet. And um, you know, I, I I have to give another shout out to my best friend in the world, Ian Schumacher, um, who was the Grammy Association Secretary for Georgia. He just invited me to the Grammys. I get to go to the Grammys this year. Very so, cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited. I have to rent the tux. So <laughs> I, I do want to ask one more time. Sure. Uh, who did you grow up on listening? Full circle because <laughs> I like to ramble, and these guys know I do. Um, I, 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 I grew up on jam bands. Okay. I mean, I think that's why I fit in very well with this band. I mean, I, I met my wife at a fish show. Cool. I mean, that just, Love that, that, that expense. I'm wearing a fish shirt bug from section 119. Love shout it. out. I don't know if I can do that, but that's a shout out. Um, but you know, once, once I have an older brother who's about four years ahead of me. So when I was 10 years old, I had a friend who had um, box tickets to the Omni in Atlanta, which is no longer there. As you guys know, it's Phillips Arena now. But um, they weren't going to use their 18 free tickets to the Grateful Dead. So at 10 years old, we got 18 free tickets to the Grateful Dead. And I can distinctly remember people spinning and going, what are they doing at 10 years old? But you know, the, 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 the experience of being in that environment and seeing that stage set up and seeing my brother who's four years older than me have 10 of his friends just, just get, get into it and then laughing at ice on their way home was just, just monumental to me in my life of just wanting to be a part of music and, and really sharing the love of music. So jam bands and classic rock. Um, of course, I grew up in the in the '90s. Alternative, Kurt Cobain destroyed me. Um, <laughs> Tom's still laughing. Um, but you know that that that's where my influences are. So my my other bands were more of an alternative rock kind of band. Okay, and I played Kit. 
And do you feel like you guys are kind of, so you feel like you guys are kind of doing the stuff that you love then? 120%? I mean, <laughs> should we go 23%? I yeah. mean, just to give a little bit of extra bonus. That's a perfect fit. No, I'm extreme. No, it, it really is. I think I think that really what ended up happening was, and, and the honest story about this is, Will came and saw me and my, my best friend Ian Schumacher play up at, uh, at that time it was Wild Wing. And I went up to him as, you know, cause I had a friend of mine who was playing with us and I said, Hey, do you need a drummer? And, and, and he said, no, I have a drummer, Mark. We'll get to him in a minute. And, um, and I said, well, Hey, do you need a percussion player? He said, well, maybe we'll see. So I, I messaged him on Facebook, ignore message him again on Facebook, ignore. He ended up, playing, he, he ended, he's not completely inaccurate. I'm completely accurate. Um, so then I chased them down. You're doing what was the thing? Like you had like nine bands in like three hours up. It was like a holiday thing at Metro, and I went up to him after the show. It's like, bands. yeah, it's twelve the, bands of Metro. Twelve bands of Metro, and I went up to him and said, "Hey, man, I really, really, really want to come sit in." So um, he finally invited me up, and it ended up being Bodega Cat with two other people besides me is Will Foster and um, Swan. no it wasn't Evan it was, it was Taylor, Taylor Swan. Swan it was Taylor Swan, Taylor Swan. and he called it mega pussy I don't know if I can say that but that's what he called it so so I ended up sitting in with him for three hours and he's never been able to get rid of me afterwards I think his quote was to me you were the rug that tied the room together and I was just like good there's no rug pissers here you know Big Lebowski reference so it's great <laughs> perfect and I'll ask you one more question sure um just because you have the experience you have and you have the passion for music, how is Augusta's music scene, in your opinion? Beautiful. I mean, I, I it, there's not many places that I've been able to walk into what I've been able to walk into and just have a blast, feel accepted, to be a part of something, to, to be able to reach out to anyone that I see in the community and say, hey man, you, you, you want someone to come sit in with you and have some fun? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's make this happen because we just love music and we understand what music means to our, ro our world today. And not to be too you know poetic about it, but it, it, it really is a place where I've felt extremely accepted and, and a part of a community from day one, from day one. I love to hear that, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, anytime. Yeah. We'll be right back with Bodega Cat on the Drop the Disc podcast as a part of the Augusta Rocks music miniseries after this quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewery. SRBC, a.k.a. Savannah River Brewery Company. They are a sponsor of Drop the Disc, and I am excited to tell you something really cool about the Strawberry Blonde Ale. For those of you that are just tuning in today, Savannah River decided to partner up with Porkchop himself and Paceline Ride to raise money selling one beer to the Paceline Ride. They are raising money for cancer research. They just cut a check for $10,000. That's incredible. That's money from you, people buying that beer in for cancer research. This is awesome. This is why we love Savannah River Brewery. They make great beer for a great cause and beer for everyone. Check them out, Savannah River Brewing Company. If you want to learn more about them, you can go to savannahriverbrew.com or visit them on Facebook at Savannah River Brewing Company. Well now, thank you, thank you, Dr. B. I'm sure we'll hear from you again. <laughs> he likes to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These mics swivel so almost too easily it's nice it's nice yeah, almost too easily so next we have we have uh rob and mark still it looks like mark is the one that's taking the reins right now so go ahead man mark mark are you from augusta 
I am not from Augusta. It's Where are you from? Thank you. So a, a long uh, winding path kind of got me here. So born in Illinois, a lot of I can hear it. Yeah, you kind of have the northern the northern twinge. I do, but it's interesting how it stayed that way. So born outside <laughs> of Chicago, I still have I, I still have relatives there. Okay. Um, moved to East Tennessee. Uh, let's say 79, 80. I actually spent 16 years there. Uh, graduated high school, started college. Um, moved to Wisconsin in 95, following family around. Some okay. you know life changes every every now and then. I lived there a total of seven years, but. While I was living there, I spent a summer in Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, for a work experience. Um, came here in 2002, so I have now lived in Augusta longer than anywhere else I've lived. Okay. So, you know, you know, if people, when they ask where is home, sometimes that's a hard question to answer because it's, you know, some people relate home to where they're from. For me, it's, it's where I've established, uh, you know, my life and a lifestyle around me and i would say right now it's augusta well, very cool what what brought you here work brought me here so similar to brad i'm i'm a man of science i'm an engineer by day that's that's man of science. That's, that's weird science <laughs> oh uh, no so I, i'm an engineer by day i work in a manufacturing facility um and that brought me here in 2002. okay and you know a lot of people can't predict you know, be in some place for such a long time. And when I came here, it was like a couple of years and then who knows, I don't, I don't know where I'll be, but life right. happens, things happen around you, you meet people and, and here I am, I'm still here. Oh, by the way, um, our man, Mark just got married about two weeks ago. To the love of his life, Miss Ann. Absolutely. And his dog wore a tux. My dog wore a tux. Yeah, Smokey. Okay. <laughs> hey, Smokey, baby. Hey, Smokey. Smoke, smoke, smoke. So, and, and my and my lovely wife, smoky. we uh, got married on November sixth. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's very new. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. I'm curious. Um, what was it? A similar situation to Doctor uh, Doctor B, where it was like golf or music? Like how you know? How did you? <laughs> How did you maintain kind of like continuing? No, to play? Mark was a rock star from Jump Street. Oh, so no, I, I my <laughs> my path to music started in the sixth grade. So okay, um, my brother, my older brother, played the trumpet in like middle school band, and here I'm a I'm a year younger than him, and so I, I'm I'm watching this guy. I was like, that looks so cool. I mean, this guy plays the trumpet. I mean, I want to do something like that. And so, um, you know, a year later, I started getting into music, the music band, you know, the, the school band. I started out with a trombone, and for that just, for me, it just wasn't very cool at that age. Sorry so, to interrupt, trombone? A trombone. So did I. So. <laughs> I love a good Very trombone. cool. I did that for two weeks. And then I was thinking, nah, man, I want to I want to play the saxophone. But then that faded really quickly. Hell yeah, Mark. <laughs> and so I told my parents, I was like, I think I want to play the drum. I want to play the snare drum. Mm. And my parents were like, no way. 
you're not bringing loud drums in this house. <laughs> and, and so I, but I, I persisted and I wore them down. Before you know it, I bought this raggedy old used snare drum with a stand that would hardly hold it. And I was, I would just play that thing in the house and I'd play it in school and do all this stuff. They didn't and, even start you on the pads, like the drum pads? Absolutely not. We just jumped in with both feet. <laughs> and so. I played uh, snare in high school. I used to do those pads in the house, and even that is obnoxious, I know for sure. Hold on, how many drummers are in this room? Right, at least 12. Chris? Yeah, I mean... Chris is a guitar player. I am okay. guitar. Well, six string or 12. Okay. Ooh, oh, slight flex. Oh, oh, slight flex. <laughs> okay, so, so Mark's, Mark's a drummer. I started as a drummer. Brad's obviously a drummer. Robbie's a drummer. Tom, are you? The I am. Singer? I am a singer. Ooh. <laughs> All right. so opera singer. Yeah. Opera singer. So you started playing snare. It's definitely. Take it. take us take us through uh, take us from there. TMI. <laughs> so so then uh, so this is sixth grade. So I did that through ni through you know sixth seventh eighth grade. I got into high school. I, I started doing concert band percussion. Uh, you know marching band and so yeah. I, I progressed you know obviously during you know concert band series it's you're playing a, you know like a, an up a snare drum or you're doing you know some i played a little bit of timpani which i thought was really cool hell yeah um, hell yeah um but you know from a marching standpoint i started with cymbals as a freshman quickly progressed to snare drum and I, I jumped right over bass and was playing the quads my junior year. I did march in the in the St. Patty's Parade in New York with a bass drum, um, but that just wow. kind of happened um, out of necessity. So, you know, it just followed me through my junior year of high school. But interestingly <clears throat> enough, after that, I stopped playing for a number of years. Are we talking ten years? Uh, let's let's say twenty. Wow! wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so I stopped playing. I came here in 2002 mm -hmm. and... So at that time you weren't really playing? I wasn't. I had drums. I had them locked in the closet. Like a set? I had a drum set, but this is the same set I had shortly after I had a high school. So it was a Yamaha kit, <laughs> solid kit. I've still... Pros? Uh, I don't even remember, but I've still got one of the snare drums I had back then. Um, but I had this kid, it was in the closet, but then I met some people after I transferred here, met a guy at work and he was like, yeah, I just moved here too from Michigan, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I'm a, I'm a drummer, but I'm teaching myself how to play the guitar. He was like, we ought to just make some noise in my living room. So it, it just, it progressed. We, I started going after work over to his house in North Augusta. We started playing before you know, we have a house party band. And so that's kind of how my music career in Augusta got started was. Huh. Playing house parties, like some of the cheesiest covers, but whatever. I mean, we, we've all played them, but and we still do. Uh, that's how it started. But then after that fizzled out because people move on, you know, I, I kind of jumped into the drummer's seat for bands who were established, who people had left, and those bands collapsed. And it, as anybody knows who's been playing in bands long enough, it they just – most of them just fall apart over time. You move on, you try something different, and that's, you know, and I, I did a lot of different things between then and here, and, and which has led me to here. How do you get started with Bodega Cat? So I got started with Bodega Cat. So, so out of this group here, I've known Will the longest, and, you know, I, I, <coughs> I met Will through a buddy. 
a, a mutual friend of ours. We were doing some concert production type stuff. And, you know, and maybe I'll get this wrong, but, you know, after all that, it's, you know, a lot of the concert stuff was, was slowing down. You know, Will was in some other projects that were, you know, people were leaving and doing this and that. And so by that point, him and Rob were doing this thing together. As I remember, and I've had a few beers since then, but uh, <laughs> uh, as I remember, the there were still the some day. shows on the books <laughs> that, that wanted to be played. And so, you know, Will and I had did a thing for Camp Rainbow for a minute. I was playing percussion, similar to tonight. And, and Rob played on that. Rob, I know that, but yeah. but but that's kind of how I got into it. Yeah. And so after that, you know, it, it felt rather organic. So it just kind of evolved from there. And, yeah. And and here we are. We started. I, I started playing with Rob and Will, doing a three piece thing. Brad was shortly thereafter, and it just it's just progressed since then. It's, and then they it, got and, Tom. And and and, <laughs> and the beautiful thing is, it's been it's been pretty organic. Yeah. You know, sometimes bands are like, we need to seek out this guy. We need to get that position filled. We need to have this formula and do these things. And it's like, no, we, we've we done our thing until the right people have come along and have just plugged into it. It's been it. like a family. That's yeah. a really good yeah, observation yeah, about the whole whole put together. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point for that. I mean, honestly, this has been the most organic thing I've ever been a part of. Um, I mean, not to derail this thing, but I mean, Rob and I played in... Um, Folk You, which was yeah. intended to just be like a one, two off side project of Funk You, to be honest. Because right. when it started, yeah. there were there were four guys from from Funk You and then me, and it was meant to be like a one time thing that was going to happen at Southbound on Central, and then that spun into uh, I think it was Palmer couldn't make it for something, so then we had um, we had Zach uh, Coleman who played in in my trio. Um, previously, he ended up on drums, and then Zach enlists in the Air Force and jumps off to um, Okinawa. Yeah, he's now in Okinawa. Um, so, so then Zach's gone. Uh, there's, there's no Palmer. Uh, Foster was out. Evan was back on tour. So it was me and Rob, and we were kind of left holding the bag on this. So w we played this uh, this benefit gig at, at Camp Rang Rainbow uh, with Mark. And so this was just a trio that just happened by accident. It was originally, I, I actually went back the other day. I found the first poster for this was just Will and Friends at Stillwater. <laughs> and then I think Rob and I played a random gig with another drummer under the name Bodega Cat. And it was literally thrown out as just like, just as a laugh. And then the next time we put it back together, we we're like, you know, it was more fun with Mark. And... So we ended up with that as a, as a trio. And the whole idea was it was still my same format of, of the trio setting, but it was a little more loosey-goosey. And like I said, we, we, picked up, um, we picked up Brad shortly after, and then I still had an idea of I wanted something more chordal-based or something other melodic that could move. And especially another singer, not for nothing. I mean, I love Rob singing with us, but that was where Tom came in. So it's, yeah. but, it, but like you said, it's, it's been the most organic thing I've ever been a part of I think for the most part, I mean, we we have our roles, but I mean, it's it's pretty much a family decision when we do something. Um, you know, I'm not saying that everyone always gets their way, but it, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would but, I would say that's a really really good observation. But, it's but never it, just one person saying, "Hey, this is what we're going to yeah, do." Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, someone typically, and it's it, I will say it's not always me, but kind of puts their foot down. And it's like we're doing this, whether it's planning for a gig, and this is how we're we're doing whatever, but. 
um, you know, someone's always got to take a lead, but it, it, it's really been the most organic, like just, it just thing I've ever been a part of. And that's, that's, that's what I love about this band. That's huge. So Mark, yeah. before we, uh, pass the mic to Rob, I, I'm just curious, um, what's your inspiration? Who are the bands that you listen to that you want to play like? So, you know, my path, my inspiration is a little bit different than a lot of the guys in this right. band. But 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 then that also adds, you know, that adds, I, I really, I do feel. So growing up, I always, I mean, I've always, I, I, you know, certainly in the 90s, I went through this grunge phase and that stuff is still amazing. And I still oh, yeah. appreciate all that. But as a kid, my favorite drummer, even to this day, is probably Stuart Copeland. And so I'm a huge police fan, but... But, you know, as I, you know, kind of got middle school into high school, I gravitated around the rhythm of, of R&B, a lot of soul elements. And so when, when I look at my style and the bands I've played with, I've done country, I've done rock, you know, I've done all this stuff. But, but at, my, at my soul, it feels like I gravitate towards more of an R&B thing. That's my thing. So, well, so when I look at – so yeah. Hall & Oates has always been a huge – I've always loved those guys. Yeah, I mean, um, you played percussion for Chris Deddy at, I guess, Ross. And I, it, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I still do. So her and I, we, her and I have been playing for, together for about 10 years. That was the whole vibe. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. And that so, actually brings up um, – you, know, you know, we've heard your name kind of around associated with music before – you know, what's your kind of experience? You know, you've been here since 2002. How many, you know, how many local bands have you been in? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember all the projects I've been in. I remember the people I have played with. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, you know, when you, when you, when you think about a lot of the names that come up in Augusta music, the people who've been playing around a while, I, I have e at least played you know, in some project or a show with a lot of these people or shared the stage with them in another capacity. So it's, it's been a lot of people. Um, I, I don't remember all the projects, but you know, the, the ones that have stuck, you know, obviously Chris and I do the side gig and that's stuck for a long time. Um, and then with these guys, I, I mean, I've just played with a lot of people. It, I, that's He's all I can say. Would you say that experience has been incredible? Like something that you will always remember just this entire experience being in Augusta. Yes. And specifically from a music standpoint, when I started playing again and I pulled those drums out of the closet, I told myself they're never going to go back in there. You know, I, I took all this time off to go to college and figure all these things out. But then when I actually had some time to pull them back out again and it's like riding a bicycle. I mean, some things get rusty, but the basics are still there. Um, I told myself that would never happen again. And so here I am, you know, almost 20 years later, have, have played with all these people, now doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see that stopping. So, all right, and, and you mentioned the people, and you say you don't know all the projects. Can you can you talk about some of the people you played with? So so some of the the. the the memorable ones for sure. So I have played with, um, uh, let's see, Charles August was, was a, he's an amazing songwriter. I, I was playing with him with, with, a, with a couple other people here in town doing all original music at that point, you know, he, he was doing all his own songwriting and we had such a great time. So that's, that's one name that comes to mind. Obviously, Chris, I've been playing with forever. 
these guys that I'm playing with now are are a big deal. The, the what I'll say about this band right here for me right now and what it's meant for me is so so I don't come from the jam band background that a lot of these guys come from like I just described my my roots are in other other genres. So for me this was also a way to try something different and experiment. So this is the only band I've been in where we don't have a script sheet. We never have a set list. We just make it up on stage. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We've got songs. You're welcome. We've got You're we've, welcome. we've got songs that we play. Yeah. But we don't know when they're coming, and we don't know how we're going to roll into them. And sometimes we'll play for sixty minutes and not stop. And so hour and forty three minutes was the longest. That's something prior to this band I have never done. So I've that's that's new for me. <laughs> that's interesting for me, and it's allowed me to try some things. Yeah. And and. Sometimes you try things and they, you screw them up, and I still yeah. do that. But it's allowed me to try some things and figure out this is this is pretty solid. I mean, so for me, this is a very good place right now. Thank you, thank you, Mark. Forever. Thank you, Mark. Seriously, <laughs> great words. Thank you. And we are on our last band member, and that is Rob. Hey y'all, how are you? It seems like you kind of intentionally wanted to go last. I'm I'm not I'm not one for for this kind of stuff in particular. Not against anything against y'all. I just uh, I appreciate all these guys a lot more than sometimes maybe I appreciate myself or anything like that. So these these guys deserve so much so much more credit than I do. So it's just it's just fun to be a part of it though. And I appreciate I appreciate really false. And, and I appreciate y'all having me. Thank so, you. Thank you. And, it, and if I can just say this, this band would not have Rob's the heart and soul of this band. Like well, hands down. We now, all agree on that. Now yeah. that we know that he is the heart and soul, Rob, are you from Augusta? I am born and raised, man. I am a pretty classic Augusta uh, story here. Uh, born and raised Columbia County. Went to Lakeside. Graduated in '09. There's not a lot to tell, man. I mean, I'm a pretty classic. Augusta musician story, as far as I can tell, I have amazing supportive parents who have supported me since day one. I was a band nerd from sixth grade all the way till I graduated. Played everything from trumpet, baritone, all the way to drumline and different percussion stuff in concert band. That's awesome. I'd love to see you in my drumline. Uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Uh, first first band I was ever in was with my brother. He allowed me to play drums with him when I was thirteen, fourteen, something like that, and got all his his older friends together. Just had a good time, man. It was fun. We were doing a lot of, uh, you know, root stuff, kind of like, you know, you, you guys have asked about roots and different things like that. Not that different. I'm a big jam kid. I'm a classic rock fan. I had an uncle who was amazing and uh, showed me the ways of progressive rock really young. Frank Zappa, King Crimson, all the kind of, yes, all the, all the very, uh, the early guys like Emerson, Lake and Palmer, all those, all those cats back in the late 60s, early 70s, stuff like that. But I, I'm a jam kid at heart. Went to my first fish show when I was thirteen, and huh. what, what was it? Seven twenty-five oh three, Charlotte, oh, North right. Carolina, boy. Wow. <laughs> I'm impressed that you guys just all knew that as well. Yes, I don't. I don't ever not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's seriously. It was one of the most defining points in my life of like kind of what live music can be and what I what you know, not what my abilities would do, but just something I, I was very interested in creating. And so my brother and I, you know, my brother, again, I was a band nerd, but my dad, my brother, guitar players, my uncle, guitar player, uh, grandma had me doing piano lessons very young, but that didn't really stick. Eventually, you know, I, you know, I started playing with some folks or uh, some of my buddies. I taught my buddy, helped teach my buddy drums 
on my drum kit because I started, I got my first drum kit when I was like uh, super young, uh, six summer between fifth and sixth grade or something like that. So I started as a drummer, band nerd, like I said, all this other stuff. Um, eventually gets to high school and uh, finds some people to start playing with. And there was three of us. It was a trio and there's a bass sitting over there not getting played. And I'm like, okay, dude, I can play a little bass, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll do that. So I did and uh, never looked back. I was about, I was about... <laughs> I was about 17 when I started playing bass and I'm 31 now. So hopefully it's done some good <laughs> <laughs> for whoever I've played with in myself. I don't know. It definitely has I don't not. know. <laughs> yeah. Li life's good though, man. I love music. Music, music is, uh, music is, is something that I can, I would never ever quit. I can't quit. Um, for a long time, I was, I was in a band called, I was in a band called funk you for about eight years and I love those cats and we're still very, very cool. Sometimes life happens though. You gotta get off the road. I had my girlfriend and I who were still together with our baby girl. We have a lovely home over on Almond Road and love Megan and my daughter Millie to death. Um, sometimes you gotta get off the road and just kind of figure out what, what you're gonna do next. So that's so what were, I did. You were a professional musician. For a long time, yeah, man. Yeah, I would certainly consider that that was my career path for yeah. a long time yeah yes and it still is for the guys in funk you shout out love you guys um they filled in with a with another bass amazing bass player amazing human being named mark dykes but all the boys in funk you absolutely love you to death and they were so supportive and you know it's not it's not a crazy story i just i just love music and i've always been supported by it the community my friends my fellow musicians everybody has always supported it and it's it's just something that's and that I've met, like the, the hospitality, the grace, and the love is just something amazing. Is is folk you? Is that how you started playing with Will? Yeah, for the yeah, first yeah time? pretty much. I would say so. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it got going, Will, because you were talking about it, and I'm I couldn't really get it together in my head. I because I didn't know Will, I almost at all. I don't think well, when I, we started playing together. But. Ironically, we played in the same church band. I was just a couple years older, so we never actually played That's true. Together. That's true. We were associated uh, with, really? with the growing, church. Growing yeah. up, um, but it was really uh, Evan uh, Miller who played in, in Funk You and I got to be really good friends and we started playing some some duo stuff and um, obviously that was never going to go anywhere in terms of a, a long-term thing, but uh, he pulled in, like I said, uh, Rob and then uh, Palmer for the uh, initial Folk You. Both members of Funk You, uh, so that's why. Yeah. Right. And then when Rob was coming off the road, um, Evan really, I, I don't know if you even know this. I mean, he really reached out to me. He's like, why don't you, why don't you holler at Rob? Um, cause I, he's like, I love both y'all and I think you would have a lot of fun together. But we were doing, we at least did a couple well, of gigs no, well, of somewhat before, well, yeah. before I even knew I was having a baby girl, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, so. No, it was definitely leading into that, but I mean, but it was, I, I've got to say, I, I'm, I'm really thankful to, to Evan for putting the two of us together. Cause I'd fight someone for Rob right now. Like, I mean, he, he's, he's legitimately like pound for pound, like the most humble to talented musician I've ever met in my entire life. And I just you're sweet. I would back that up. Mike Tyson doesn't hold a candle. Y'all are sweet. Y'all are sweet. 
I've had a lot of bands that play together, but we didn't hang out. We didn't meet each other at happy hour. We didn't make a point to have dinner together. We didn't go over to someone's house. We didn't pregame before a podcast. <laughs> don't, don't you judge me, Chris? Easy, don't, you were right Easy, there, boss. Easy. Anyways, I'm just saying, like it. This is this is this is wild. I mean, this is this, this is like this has been a lot of fun, That's and real. and but I mean, we we all. I think we we got into this for the right reasons. We we don't have yeah, that's a good point. We don't have expectations of going and you know headlining Bonnaroo next year or anything like that. I mean, give us three, three, need his help, and yes, we are available. Three to five uh, years, if you are looking. Three to five years, but but it, but it was really it was just it was just about let's have some fun, let's make the best music we can make, and let's do it on our terms. So all right, let's let's Get finish our Rob. conversation with Rob because the great part about this is we don't have as much to talk about now when we actually get to the band section. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. yes. So we'll just focus on music at that we point. Told you it, it came it, organically. That's right. It's this is very organic. We Anything you want. We're going to say that word 15 more times. I, I guess essentially I guess essentially my role in this band has been that uh I I've I found a really nice home uh from a time being a uh, very you know uh, professional is not the word because you know you whatever whatever you feel you've accomplished you can feel professional about i suppose but when you make a decision to uh, a life a life changing decision a career path decision i was lucky to come back home and be able to get off the road support my baby girl and and my girlfriend Megan and Millie that i love very much with a job and also and also still keep playing music i mean i'm i'm the luckiest i'm the luckiest dude man and especially to be surrounded by these guys it's Fucking awesome, dude. Who cares? So, so modesty is the word we heard earlier. There you have it. And yeah. and you've been in how long? How long have you been in the Augusta music scene? Uh, first gigs I started playing in Augusta, I wasn't even legal to do. I was 17, 18 probably. Yeah. What yeah. were you doing? What were you playing? Playing. Oh. That's when. That's when I was in a group called Capsule Corp, a trio, and we used to throw our own parties called the Hunch Punch Parades. <laughs> nice. And then we used to have uh, McFarm Fests. Out in uh, Hepzibah, dude, hunch punch parties, hunch punch parades. Oh, I, hunch I heard what he about, said. I'm talking about hunch punch exact, parade part one. I heard part exactly duh. what he was saying. <laughs> part one, part two. <laughs> Out of control, man. But we had, we had a blast doing it. We had a we had an absolute blast doing it, and uh, that's that's where you that's where you really. Uh, and again. We, they've spoken all about like organic stuff like that. You know, jam band is an easy word to just throw around, but it's so it's so much more than that. It's it's it is something you feel like chemically and organically between your between your brothers and your and your your you know your musical compadres, and so it, it's fantastic. So when you start with a trio like Bert Cheshire and Griffin Eubanks, then you add another guy, Jeff Salazar, and you create this band, and then you move on, and you know something doesn't work out. Then I was I was very graciously invited to join funk you loved them to death loved everything about them still do they're still some of my best friends in the whole world and i still play with some of those cats with governor gavin's good time gang love it um sure. they're just it, it, I've, I've had a long and I, I play with i play with again this kind of goes along with kind of what mark was saying i play with all sorts of people different genres different in different capacities and all I can say is that I'm incredibly lucky for it, dude. I just love it. I just absolutely love playing music, and it's the best thing in the world. One cool thing about about Funk U is that they're a local band that, sure. that tours that like you can point to and you can be like, you know, this is like a professional musician group. Not that you guys aren't, because you guys 
I believe also play a, a we, we've lot gone, of we've shows. We've gone a little bit. Of, yeah, we, yeah. we play a bunch of shows, but we've gone out on our way to Columbia and yeah. Charleston, like yeah. nearly yeah. surrounding stuff. You know, not yeah. But what what's one of the coolest gigs that you got to do on on a tour though? I'm, well, I'm curious well, to well, hear the about easy, that. The easiest thing is 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 that's it, not with Bodega Cat, so you well, don't no, have so, to compare. Yeah, that's all right, and that's I'm not I'm not I'm just saying so like venue wise, show wise. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I played all over the country, but easily one of my favorite venues, even though it's still sort of in the local area the georgia theater never lets you down ever georgia theater in athens is probably my favorite place to play That's in the a, whole like world jam band paradise right well there's a lot of stuff that comes <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that comes through yeah. there but the theater itself is so well maintained so professional it, it is easy to get in and out of it is the is a great sounding room just love it um you know, I've also I've also played at you know like my idols old spot. I've played at Nectar's in Burlington. Fish, fish from Burlington, Vermont. I played at Nectar's before. Super from cool. That was probably a cool moment. By that, by, by that by that same token, I, I played Miller's in Charlottesville, which is where Dave Matthews started, and that for me was like a, a holy sh moment. I mean, well, yeah, that's actually really helpful, guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it is cool. It's cool to travel all over the place. Um, you know, we we played this. We we played one one of the, one of one of the a very cool gig that we played, but also miserable load in. We played in Erie, Pennsylvania before, and that's this crazy. was and, and this was and this was this was before. This was in the I, I want to say it was in the middle of September or late September. And the damn temperature was so cold, I couldn't even believe it. Unbelievably cold. Your fingers were blue and purple. It, it loading in, and, <laughs> loading and my in. and my fucking amp rig blew out, and all this stuff, dude. Oh, it was rough, but it was still a cool experience, right? Yeah. You know, and you're like, you know, you're you like go, a you, cool experience you never want to have again, type thing. But but it's just interesting because you you, you, got, you have to navigate these things, right? Yeah. You have to navigate these things, yeah. just like a gig in Kansas City we played or. No, one, one man, somewhere in Kansas, we playing. So not Kansas Missouri. Kansas City is yeah. not mostly have, in Kansas, have, by the you way. You have, you have no, you have. It's actually two sided. I know. Yeah. So, so the majority of Kansas so City doesn't is matter. Not actually not, in Kansas. It's not pertinent it's in to my Missouri. story, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So we were, we were doing a gig uh, in Kansas somewhere. It was Lawrence, Kansas, where Kansas University is, and um, you know you you have no idea who's there. We don't know anybody there. The first set is totally empty but then the second set people start showing up whatever reason it is maybe someone called their friends people started coming up then you got to find a place to stay yeah if you don't have a hotel already booked so who are you gonna hang out with you're gonna hang out with the people hanging out at the bar hanging out for your set you know it's just fun to navigate those things it's not easy but it's kind of fun and interesting to navigate these kind of things and yeah. you know that's that's tour life and it's, yeah. it's cool. And you do it all over the country when you get the chance. And it's it's a lot of fun. How long did you tour for? I was with Funk U for eight years. Wow. And we, the majority of our nationwide touring happened within the last three years of my uh, tenure Tenure with yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, it was great. And Thank they're you. all amazing dudes. They replaced me again with the most amazing dude. They're all awesome. They added the three piece horn section. Love these cats. This isn't a funk you podcast, but I'm very proud of <laughs> I'm very proud of them. Yeah, I'm very proud this, this is, is a Rob Thompson. Those are boys. I'm but, very hey, I'm very I'm very proud of them cool. too. And yeah. we all love and support each other, which is so yeah. cool. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. they have been really sweet to to, you know, have us on a number of things and 
and and they they do honestly try and at the Sharon Jones Amphitheater. Yeah, I mean they they try and help us out when they can, and that that's been that's been really kind of them. And they don't have to do that, whether it was a connection with Rob or yeah or anything. I I just think that's that that that's really kind of them. It is so. very very cool. I, I will say as a percussionist, not as a drummer, but as a percussionist, my single best percussion moment was when I when I looked over and I saw Will look over at me and he goes, you're playing with us. And, 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 and Palmer had let me come up when, when he played in the, the, their anniversary tour. And I was so honored to play you with mean Will Clark. Yes. Yeah, Will, Will Clark. Yes, 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 yes. Not Foster. Yeah. Which I played with too, but, but, but Will Clark, Will Clark goes, you're playing with us. And I'm up there sitting, playing yes. with Palmer as, 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 as I'm playing with Rob as a percussionist, like that is the single best moment of, of my percussion career was when Will Clark looked over me and goes, Oh my God! You're playing with me! Holy God! Yeah. So, so I'm trying not to curse, guys. Well, I don't I know. know. I don't know if y'all have any more questions for me, but if you do, I'm happy to answer. I just also do want to say, I'm sorry, I've had my bass on me the whole time. If there's any like interference from my silly playing over here, I think you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. We'll be right back with more of Bodega Cat in Augusta Podcast Studio after this quick message from the Clubhouse. The Clubhouse is Augusta's nonprofit innovation center located inside the Georgia Cyber Center. Do you want a career in technology? Because if you do, the Clubhouse Coding Bootcamp can teach you how to code in 12 weeks and help you start a new career. I actually have a friend that personally went through this. He's starting his new career now, and he's extremely excited about it. And if you're someone who has already achieved success in business or technology and you want to give back to the next generation and help the next generation grow, the clubhouse can also match you with someone to mentor, which means that if you need mentoring, they can also help you be matched with a mentor and help you grow your business or your skills. If you want to learn more about any of this stuff, sign up for a membership or donate to the cause. Visit them online at theclubhow.se. That's type in the clubhouse and put the period before the S-E. So, you We're know, actually going to transition now. Yeah, cool. we, I've got two Thank more you, questions for, for y'all. And honestly, I think Will is going to be able to answer this better. Um, and this is why everybody's been listening and trudging through this. Uh, <laughs> where does, this is why where does the name come from, the Bodega edit. Cat? Okay, so I lived in New York for just shy of eight years. Um, and um, bodegas were, uh, I mean, if you want to distill it down into what probably people down here know, uh, if you ever saw Half Baked with Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer, yep, uh, wonderful flick Great. Uh, for those that like to smoke or those that just like comedy. And um, Harlan Williams. Both of them are a neat thing. Uh, yes, Harlan Williams was in that. He was incredible. Uh, and Guillermo, I'm spacing on his last name. Anyways, moral of the story, uh, they have this scene where he, wa- where he walks in uh, to... He was telling you all about how you could buy some grass in New York City. And one of them was you could walk into a thing called a bodega. Anyways, I, again, I am, I am 12 years old when I first see this. I am playing it on my grandmother's television in Crawfordville, Georgia. And when there's a booby that comes on the screen, I'm like, oh, my God, what just happened? Because um, we got it. We got it from the pay-per-view uh, for that. The first time I saw that movie. Um, anyways, fast forward a few years to when I moved to New York. And bodegas are a real thing. They're just on every corner. What I learned was there was always a cat, uh, if not two or three, they were inside these. Their one job was 
to basically man the store for roaches, for rats, um, for anything like that. I mean, they had a very simple job. So, by definition, they were they were killers. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. They were they were they were killers. But the fun fact was they were usually very socialized compared to like I mean, you see cats in an average person's home that see like one person a day. They're assholes just by. Asshole. I mean, true. I mean, just just by definition. I mean, they'll claw you to true. death. But these ones in the bodegas, they were they were very socialized. They'd see a thousand people a day. They'll also cut you. And don't forget that because their one job is to kill something, and it might be you on that given day. Will so is, like, okay. is that our? Is that our? Yeah, mandate? I mean, the idea was basically. This I did cat, not know that. Coming the into the basic this idea was this cat likes to party, but don't trifle with it. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I like okay, that. that was told to me, but not the killing. Honestly, part. I like that. You. That's a whole new meaning to bodega. Yeah, it's yeah. Not just we will jam band. It is actually. Thank you, Mark. Don't you know, mess with us. Yeah, I mean, very, very social, <laughs> but I mean, just think twice. Yeah. <laughs> think twice. That's like the fair it. part. Let, let's talk about the band for a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about the last time we saw you guys. I think both of you guys was before COVID. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's very so true. How was it being in a band during COVID? Um, so and even, I mean, you could argue that that's, you're still probably dealing with things from that. Well, I mean, we did a few, we did a few things. We did um, the songs for kids. Um, that was really fun. Um, it was all Beatles songs. What was that? Yeah, well, well, they they had a Beatles one, but then we also we had the, the James, James we had oh, the James Brown. That's right. That's right. It was like a, a top one. So we did two of the the songs for kids things. Which, if you don't know, I mean, songs for kids is a great foundation out of Atlanta. Josh Rifkin uh, runs that, and I knew him from I, I played a, a duo thing with him at uh, the Children's Medical Center um, way back, probably three names ago. Um, but they, they run a really great thing that is basically entertainment for children on long-term stays, mostly from cancer treatments, some otherwise. Um, but it, it's very cool. And so it's all about bringing music into those facilities okay. and hospitals specifically across Georgia. Uh, I think it expands some across the Southeast. I don't want to speak out of school, but, um, but it's, it's a very cool program songs for kids. Uh, they, they do typically, um, get a little bit of a showcase at the Shaky Knees festivals usually because it, it's very much like a school of rock program where some of the older kids will actually put a little band together and, and nice. that's, that's pretty hip. So they'll, they'll get some things like that. Um, we've done some things like that. I did a lot of uh, solo live streams just to keep myself sane. Um, but really, I mean, we, we've tried to, you know, keep ourselves busy through that, whether it was live streams from home or, so y'all did y'all did live streams? Yeah, yeah, we did some from my loft uh, right here that was right above the the back of, I guess what is now Garden City Social. Um, okay, uh, it was right above Eubora. Uh We did we did some from there. Um, played a lot of outdoor gigs. Um, we played anything when they would let us. Uh, in terms of an indoor thing, uh, I mean, we we did our best to stay safe, but also. You know, we we just wanted to play, and I mean, we really didn't want to stop this thing because we I felt like we had some pretty good momentum, you know, even on because you guys yeah you guys were building up steam at that yeah point. we were really we were we were just we we were almost absurdly lucky with how much momentum we got out of the gate for this, and then the world shut down, and so we we did what we could to try and keep it going, and I'm just thankful that you know people still book us 
and for the most part we get to play the gigs we want and you know we're again we're having fun with it we the the running joke from from the beginning was let's get weird enough that no one invites us back and I, I and people are inviting us back. That's yeah, the I, I can't really think of a situation where we haven't been invited back at this point. So I'm gonna roll with that. So and yeah. and you mentioned I know you guys are a jam band and you guys do a lot of covers, but you also mentioned writing music. Yeah. Is that something that you guys are interested in doing? Hundred percent. Yeah, we were. Um, I mean, it would be really easy to dig through my back like solo catalog or even even Tom's or even Rob's like stuff that he wrote when he was with Funk You. Um, but we really kind of landed on we wanted to do our own thing, and we were pretty slow about it. But I, out of the gate, I really wanted to see what this band sounded like before we started writing. And so if you look at it over the lifespan of the band, we, we've started writing exponentially more. However, it's still a handful of songs, and we're just we're getting into it. But uh, but I think we're we're really... We we just so then there's nothing there's nothing out there yet. No no we haven't recorded anything yet, but we really wanted to feel out like what does this sound like, yeah, and then go from there. Uh, I I to, am really excited about the idea of us recording soon. And to, to touch on that, David, we are planning on uh, 2022. We are planning on getting some records out there, trying to get on a couple of those, all of the Spotify, yeah, a couple of those streaming sites, yeah, all of the. So look that look look out for that in 2022. When y'all write music, what kind of? I mean, obviously nothing is is out there, so we can't hold. We're not holding you to it, but like, what kind of vibe are you going for? Um, Organic. It really depends. It, it, yeah. If if I may, will um. So will pro is the primary songwriter of the group um but speaking for me and rob at this point um both of us have also like written some stuff to to like give to the group um i think that overall the biggest thing that we do is you know if if will has a song he wants to bring to us i think that that's something that we will instinctively do but you know if if someone else, not even uh, me or Rob, but if anybody brings a song to the group, I think that it's this group is really, really um, accepting of new material in the sense that we will all contribute to something, which is really, really the, um, the yeah, move. I, I think it's a very democratic process. I mean, it really, right, really is. I, I to, agree with to that. To this yeah. point, I've. I've definitely been the the probably the primary on it, but mm -hmm. it's probably just because I've been the most vocal about it. But we've also uh, made like but, considerable but, efforts to to write as a group, yeah. uh, which is something that I think is telling of our like and, our band just sort of uh, chemistry. And and that's something. I mean, you know, let let's say we get five years from now. Like I I hope we're living in a world where you know, it's a little more passed around, like whether that's like a, a fish vibe of, I hope like I sing a couple songs. I hope Tom sings a couple songs. I hope Rob sings a couple songs. I mean, hell, I, mean, I, I, I could be Don hell, I, I, I hope <laughs> we I, I, I really, I really Hanley, do hope. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really, I, I really hope that Mark and Brad would sing a couple songs. Like I, I would love that. I'd like to be, I'm not, I'm what, not but, opposed but, to it. It's got to fit. But I, I just, Under I, the sea. But I, I just really, <laughs> again, we don't want to force anything. Um, but that, that's a perfect world for me because I just think there's something fun about that of like, you know, just passing the mic around and 
Yeah. Are, and, yeah. and it's a very hip hop kind of thing, to be honest. I yeah, mean, I think I think I, of like Wu Tang. Yeah. Like I love the fact that there's ten plus lyricists in a group. Well, that's the cool and, thing and about about us and, is that it's if you come in here and and this isn't really like how our shows go, but if you came to Bodega Cat and heard a singular song, um. I don't know if you'd be able to bet who you'd heard. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, because you might hear Will, you might hear Rob, or you might hear myself, and but, that's just how it kind of goes. But I'm the first person to like if we need a big ending to something, I'll pass it to Tom because he can do that slow jam thing. Well, that that is my specialty. Which, slow slow jams are sort of where I live. Slow and sexy. Slow yeah, I mean, and sexy. That's my. That's my. That's my. I, hashtag. I mean, that, that's that's my goal for this whole thing is that it's it's really like I want to be a voice in something versus I was always kind of pigeonholed into just it was me mostly because I was the only person in the band at that point. But I I really want it to be more of a a communal effort to whatever we're doing and so cheers. So we're talking about your music, and, and in a minute, we're going to hear some music, which we're really excited about. When people come see you, what can they expect? We've talked about jam bands, but like what specifically, like let's what kind of things? Time, so let's, let's, if, if I may, if I, I may. I take if the, I bring my wife, am I going to end up slow dancing with her? If I may, yes. to if, your I, music. Well, if, if, I, if I can yes. take the mic for just a second, I think that <laughs> if, if, if you come to see Bodega Cat, the thing that you are guaranteed is that you, you, you will laid. move and a long time. You will move. Um, I think the 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 slow jam sort of thing being my calling card is is a, is a little irrelevant because yeah, you will move when I when I sing some slow jams because that's just how it works. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I you'll think, hear a I, lot I think of different things. I mean, yeah, a I lot. mean, for instance, we're I mean, we're getting ready for um, we we just covered Cake's uh, Fashion Nugget, which was a whole other trip, um, which was uh, one my favorite art. If you look at my Spotify rewind, that is my top artist of the year. That was my Spotify rewind because yeah, yeah, I took so long to learn that. Um, but we're it's also we are also gearing up. We're gonna do an '80s party at uh, Southbound and North Augusta for New Year's Eve, and so we're getting knee deep into that. So y'all have some shows coming up. Well, I mean, we're doing that, and then uh, we're gonna work on a lot of originals. Um, and we'll see where the wind stays. How do yeah, people follow you? Oh, no. You can also go to bodega motherfucking cat dot com. Actually, that's the thing. It's much <laughs> oh, okay. that, will, that, will get, that will get you to the same place, and I really hope you leave that out. <laughs> so bodegacatmusic.com or social media uh, at um, bodega cat the band. Yes, would be how you'd find. That's us. on Instagram. On the Instagrams. And y'all uh, post about shows and stuff on, we, on there? We, we do, certainly. So it's bodegacat.theband on Instagram okay. or on Facebook. Um, and yeah, find us. Come check us out. Um, we're having a terrible amount of fun, if you haven't caught that by now. I love it. We're so, having too much fun. That's the case. I, that might be a speak for yourself situation. But, but we are here because we're Drop the Disc podcast, and we are talking about... You know, there's a lot of shade that's thrown on the city, unfortunately, and that's that's our mission here is to Real trump all of 
everybody what they're saying and whatnot. That, that comes so, back to us a lot. So uh, my question for y'all, and, and, you're and all the way we'll do this yeah. is each one of you will answer yeah. one at a time. We'll yeah. start on this side with Dr. B. Yeah, and Dr. We'll go B. Down. And, and then we'll go all the way down. And uh, Will and Tom have already answered this, so but they can answer it we'll, again. We'll get Seriously. another one. Yeah. yeah. Take two. But uh, the Drop the Disc question is sponsored by none other than Trainer Gray Media. They are a full-service marketing and advertising agency. If you'd like more information about them, go to www.trainergraymedia.com. If someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about this city, which I'm sure it's happened, how would you respond to them? Dr. Brad. Dr. B. I'm here. I'm here to tell you from NPR, what shade? What shade? Honestly, like I mean, I'd be I'd be honest with you. Um, uh, being born and raised in Georgia, coming from Atlanta, I was I came to Augusta one time before I interviewed for medical school um, at MCG. I, I got in. I did not come here. Mostly, I'd be honest. Again, my wife, Jamie. She was influential in that decision. I, I stayed up northeast for that. But what shade? What shade are you talking about? Uh, you want shade? Go up northeast. There's plenty of shade there too. You 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 get buried in snow. You get buried in people who who bury their heads down. What shade are you talking about? I mean, shade 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 for this city is 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 a myth. And I'll tell you that 110%. No, no, I'll be honest. Be, be, the, the, the only shade that this city sh shines on itself is its own personality of trying to shine its own shade on itself. That it's not a shade for the rest of the world because what the people, the rest of the world sees of the city is, is, the, is the masters. And that's not shade. That's, that, that is the leaves falling in November when, when, when COVID hits and we're going to still have, have, have the masters played and we're going to see it with a fall. The, 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 I never saw shade when I moved here and I never lived here and I've been here for one day as somebody who was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. I had never been here. That's not because I didn't want to come here. That's because I just never been here. I went to you know high school. I, I was, I, I lived in Atlanta and that's just what I did. I'll be honest with you, moving down here, having lived in New York, you can find a ton more shade in any corner, any bodega in New York. <laughs> And, and 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 that's the truth. Like, if you want to throw shade, that's on you. There's no shade here. There's, I see plenty of sun. I, I I see plenty of community. I see plenty of 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 vibrance. I see people doing shows at the Miller. I see people doing shows at the Imperial. I see us playing the Sharon Jones, somebody who started recording music at 40 years plus old, James Brown. There's no shade here. If you want to, if you if you want to view it that way, sure, that's on you. But as somebody who who loves Georgia, who is born and raised Georgian, no one outside of here thinks of shade. That's not shade. It's it's Augusta, man. It's, but the reality is, as somebody who has moved here, and as 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 as, as somebody who has moved here. The reality is this is a beautiful place to live. It is a beautiful place to raise a family. It is a beautiful place to be in a community. And the, 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 the perspective that it is anything but is your own. And that's not the rest of us. That is not the rest of the people who love being here, who is somebody like me who can, can walk into this band and have a family. 
and to have a family that wants to be together. And that is Augusta. We are in a family. And everybody who knows, really knows Augusta and can really truly love Augusta, that is us. That is Augusta. Not everything else that people want to throw on us. There is no shade. There's only sunlight. Honestly, I appreciate it. That's outside looking in. I appreciate that. Yeah. Seriously. Will, will you please answer this question for the second time? Um, Sure. I mean, honestly, for, for someone who's been out for a number of years and came back, I mean, this is, this is a great place and it's, it's, it's really more about what you make of it. Um, and I think that's anywhere you live. And uh, if you can't find happiness here, you're probably going to be pretty screwed anywhere else. So, I mean, good luck. Um, but I love Augusta. I love everything about it. And are, are there things I miss about other cities? For sure. But, I mean, this, this is home. And uh, yeah. this, this is home. And I, I'll, I'll be here. So, cheers. Thank you, Will. All right, now we have Mark. Who has two microphones? You can choose either one. I, you know, I think I would say something similar to what I just heard from Brad and and from Will, but it's that, you know what? There's there's negativity everywhere you go. There's 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 no perfect utopia. So so at the end of the day, you surround yourself with the people with circumstances as as you want to see yourself surrounded by them. So. I mean, it's easy to get mired down in the problems around you, but at the you know, again, you, you have to make what's best for you. So, so, so if someone says, you know, talks about Augusta specifically, it's like, well, you have that experience, but what have you done to change it for yourself? You're not going to change some of these things around you, but you can create a situation for yourself and find a way that fits for you because you can go somewhere else and you'll complain about something else. So at the end of the day, it's like, you gotta, you gotta find happiness internally. And then that, you know, permeates. it, it permeates and not to get too philosophical, but that's mm-hmm. kind of the way it is. It, it, it kind of starts from within really. Cause yeah. you can see the cuff is cup is half empty. It's, it's half full. I mean, you can make a choice there. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. I want to keep this real simple, guys. If you don't well, we like got it, Rob. if you don't like it, I mean, grow up, move away. It's fine. There are plenty of there are plenty of good there are plenty of good things here, man. There are good bars, good restaurants, good music, and if the nightlife, if that kind of thing, which I kind of just encompass, isn't your deal, there are plenty of good churches. There are plenty of good support groups. There are plenty of good everything around here that you could want you can find so find your niche find your group and it's it's you're not going to be disappointed because i know i know people from every walk of life who have moved here or lived here their whole life and in in any aspect they find they find their things that they really dig about this town and that's important there are really good productions like this, the Drop the Disc podcast. Ooh. There are really good people, Coco Rubio, and all the productions and everything around here, venues, owners, different things like that that are amazing. Just have fun, find your spot, and you won't be disappointed. But you have to seek if it's sometimes so it's it's not as easy as just saying like it's not as easy as just saying like, hey, what's what's good about this and what's bad about this? It's not that easy. Just find your niche. And enjoy it. All right. Sorry, make your own way. That's what it comes down to. 
I think I've gotten the the best end of the stick because I've gotten to hear from all four of these people. I remember <laughs> what my answer was to this when I was asked on my episode, and I'm going to reflect that answer in a little bit of what everyone else says. The I think the most I think if you are look if you are experiencing the Augusta scene, and you are finding negativity in that, I think that is. I think you're looking in the wrong spot. I think Rob has said it exactly right. There are too many people that I have encountered with, that I have worked with, that I have not worked with, but have been present to things that I've worked at who have been nothing but encouraging um, to the scene that is Augusta. And I think that Bodega Cat is a great example of taking five individuals who have had contrastingly different experiences in the Augusta scene, bringing them together and making them a part of the scene itself. Um, so to sort of summarize that, I think if, if you're if you're seeing negativity from the scene, I think that's because you have not put yourself into the scene in an honest way and in a way that you are welcoming criticism and um, expelling the negativity that comes from that because there is negative criticism that you get, I think, but I think the good artists will, Brad, Mark, Rob included, myself, you take negative criticism and turn it into something that is very positive. And, you know, I think that's something that if someone is looking at the scene going, this is negative, they're not letting the criticism hit them and affect them. They are hearing the criticism and then responding to the criticism, which is a little bit different. Um, but I'm really thankful for every person in this band and all of their perspectives, because I think that's what makes our group really strong is that each person that's in it has a di different perspective and a different sort of, um, a different sort of outlook to what you guys are asking. Yeah, it, it's an appreciation like, oh my goodness, Rob's been in Funk You, Mark has been with phenomenal singer-songwriters, Will has made his name in Augusta, in, in New York, Brad has made himself available to be anything and everything that anyone would need, and I, and I don't know of... TMI. Oh, yeah, TMI. But like, I think that... Meow. I think that... <laughs> I think that if you talk about how this group reflects on Augusta, I think that's a, that is we all take in what Augusta has to offer and say, how can we best serve Augusta? And anyone who thinks negatively of the scene is not thinking of how they can serve the scene, but how conversely the scene can serve them, which is a self-serving sort of mindset. And I think that anybody in Augusta who, Ha yeah, who cares who has the outlook of how can I serve this community is going to have a contrastingly different out outlook. When the hell did Tom Reed right. become Yoda? He is um, Yoda, but he didn't speak speech like him. Right Thank now. goodness he did not speak like Yoda. <laughs> that would have, that would have <laughs> so taken a long time. So, so we'll, be, we'll be right back yeah. with some music but with Bodega, Bodega Cat. Thank you so thank much you thank for you guys. Uh, doing this interview. David, Chris, thank you guys so yeah. much. We really appreciate being here. Don't go anywhere. After the break, Bodega Cat will be playing two original songs that you may have actually never heard before, even if you're a big Bodega Cat fan. And I'm going to take this opportunity not to promote any business, but to actually promote another local podcast. It's called Alma Presents, and Alma stands for Augusta Live Music and Art. 
It's hosted by our friend Coco Rubio, and he's interviewing artists from all different generations. So it's a really good continuation of what we're doing here with Augusta Rocks, but it's a show entirely dedicated to musicians in Augusta. It premieres twice a month, and you can find it on any streaming platform. Uh, wherever you're listening to Drop the Disc, you can find the Alma Presents podcast. Check them out and let us know what you think. Uh, let us know how they're doing. Email us or DM us on social media. We'd love to hear some feedback on other local shows. Hey, y'all. This is uh, Bodega Cat from right here in Augusta, Georgia. This is a brand new song called The Ballad of Captain Bullfrog. And it goes a little something like this. Two. Yeah. 
first time I ever played that shit. <laughs> I did show this to four out of the five boys. Yeah. Once again, this is Bodega Cat. This is one of our tunes called Where Are You Now?
Something I said. I'm so tired of sleeping alone. Bodega Cat, thank you so much, guys. Thank you all very, very much. Thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. Drop the Disc Podcast. We appreciate y'all very, very much. Wow, thanks so much for making it this far, and thanks so much for Bodega Cat for coming on the show. You should make sure you follow them on social media and find them. Their shows are a great time. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you give us a rating or review or just tell a friend. We really appreciate it everything you guys do to help us grow in the community. And next week, we'll have two commissioners. We'll have Sean Franham and Brandon Garrett give us a little summary of some things that have been going on and a preview of the next year of Augusta politics and the elections that will be happening. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date, yeah. And I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, at yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste, I got moves I'ma make, yeah. It doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AG in the mix, just drop the disc
drop the bass. Better drop the bass. <laughs> Gotta drop the bass. Drop this.